Hi guys, my name is Lavanya and you're listening to the Full Time Show, Sports Stars Indian Super League special podcast where we review every single game of the ISL every single day. Now I have Mansi here with me to discuss maybe what I would have you know judged the best game of the tournament because these two teams for me for me not for anybody else primarily because I really like these two teams. Uh, FC Goa took on ATK tonight and we expected fireworks. We got fireworks, isn't it? Uh, we have a 2-1 scoreline going in favour of FC Goa and they have their second consecutive win of the season while ATK has its second loss. So, to dissect the game is Mansi. She doesn't look impressed at all and let's find out why. So, Mansi, first impressions of the game? You talked about fireworks. I also expected fireworks because when you see the kind of uh, attackers that they have in their teams, that's the first thing that comes in your mind that these are two of the best uh, attacking forces in the league this season. We did have fireworks if you consider three goals being scored in six minutes but then uh, considering that there were no goals scored in the first half and that all the goals were just scored in the short gap, it was a bit underwhelming I think. Anticlimactic, no? Yes. Considering what we went in with. And I agree because if you look at the starting lineup, finally Koro was back after quite a while. He looks. I mean, he was a little. All of them were kept quiet in the first half, but then again, you had Koro on one end and you had um, David Williams, Roy Krishna, and Edu Garcia starting on this side. So you would have expected something mm-hmm. to come off it. But then you had ATK. ATK had what? 28 or 38% possession in the first half, which was. Quite surprising, yeah, right? ATK had around 38% possession and uh, Goa up 62. But uh, I mean, Goa as a team that you know likes a lot of uh, possession-based football, so it was expected that they would have, they would see more of the ball. And considering that with uh, Koro coming in the lineup, it was more or less the, it was more or less a lineup which is like full-strength lineup for uh, Sergio Labella this mm-hmm. season. So, you would expect better. I mean, there were a lot of chances created. They were trying to attack from the right side. I think Goa had identified uh, ATK's left side, that is Salam Ranjan, left back, and uh, Michael Susairaj, left wing back, as the two sort of weaknesses. And they were time and again trying to attack from the right. That really worked for them as well. Yeah, but then in the first half, seeing that they were trying so hard, and in the, I mean, when at the break you see no goals. So, at the break, if you were Antonio Habas, you would think, well, that's not a bad half because even even if Goa had 62% ball possession, they had a lot of chances being created. If your team has not conceded goals, I think that's a not bad bad result for the first half. Fair enough. But from what you said, I think Habas very quickly had to sort of get a little angry because Susai was brought down by Seriton and that was not good, wasn't it? Seriton, in fact, got a card in the first half. And yes. How did he escape one for this? Yeah, so this was the, the tackle that you're talking about is in the second half. So why Habas got angry was because it was a similar challenge in the first half for which the ref gave him a yellow card. And when uh, the challenge from behind was pretty identical to the first one, why is the ref not giving him a booking? And if Seriton would have been given the second yellow, that's a red card. Exactly. That's go down to 10 men. And who knows that always can have a... a it can work on the mind of the team. Yeah, and it can also lead to a change in the eventual outcome, right? So, yeah, that that's quite debatable. And naturally, Habas was a bit annoyed. And even at uh, the final whistle, he seemed a bit... Uh, of course, he was unhappy with the win. But then he didn't quite uh, have a good uh, interaction with Lobera, I think. I don't blame him. <laughs> that man can't really hide his feelings, can he now? 
which is good i mean we've had managers for a long time who don't want to express their uh, views yeah. or their opinions or their uh, whatever they are feeling in terms of that this season i think habas has been pretty expressive shatori's been shatori <laughs> he's pot favorite <laughs> yes shatori's been expressive even lobera so i think it's good to have quadrat as well for that matter i mean yeah he's cordial and everything but mm-hmm. he's very uh, cutthroat when it comes to saying what he wants to say yeah which i think i think i i for one like that kind of behavior because in general you don't see managers being that uh, emotive and good to see men emotive in general so yeah. th- that's good for the game. that's true fair enough so let's discuss the goals then we've had three come mm-hmm. off today first one was foul second one was scoro and the goal in between which is sandwich in between jobby, jobby just did so yeah first that goal, was a funny goal honestly because <laughs> that was krishna's to take and then he fumbled over yeah, there yeah, yeah. and then i don't know how where this guy came in from and then just slotted it I mean, so first call uh, it was a corner kick. Corner kick, yes, it was Brandon who was taking the corner, and I mean most of the corners that were taken in the first half, he Goa were taking it short for this one. I think they went long. Yes, they did go long, and uh, he picked out Fall, who was at the far post, and then Fall I think had a header. Yeah, so that was the first goal. So what was interesting is just before the set piece was given, actually two interesting things. But one was that. Fall went up to Brandon, and a few other players also came and discussed, which is sort of normal because players will come and give a few advices to the one who's taking the set piece. But when you see Brandon and Fall, they were the ones talking to each other, and they were the ones who were actually involved later. I mean, involved in the eventual goal. Maybe it was something that they had practiced in the training yeah. ground. The commentators also kept saying that. Also, one thing I noticed was before the set piece was being taken, Susai Raj had signaled for a change. He made that gesture with his fingers. So. From there itself, he was feeling pain. I think in his leg. I don't know mm-hmm. which part of the leg. It's a little worrying for ATK. Yeah, and immediately after the goal, I think a couple of minutes later, he had to be subbed off, which was uh, which was sad. I mean, but in a way, also he went off, and then Jobby Justin came, came on. Maybe scored. it was meant to be. Yeah. Meant to be, but even for Jobby Justin, it fell short because good for him. Uh, first ISL goal. So congratulations to Jobby Justin. But didn't quite. I mean, it went in vain for ATK because. Yeah. they didn't come up with another goal or they did not have a, event, a result in the end and yes so after jobby justin scored that was 4 minutes from fals goal fals goal was 60th minute mm-hmm. exact one hour mark uh, jobby justin was the 64th minute and just 2 minutes later it happened so quickly i am not kidding i don't remember seeing how koro uh, <laughs> scored like i had my earphones plugged you in and i wouldn't, wouldn't miss would you yeah but then if you have first goal fine i mean all of us were paying attention second goal also to an extent fine like not that there were four minute gap but when there's a two minute gap because by the time you were thinking of this of the goal that just happened you were describing it and i had my earphones plugged in so i could hear what the commentators are saying so all i could know about the goal was because of the commentators because it just suddenly changed it just suddenly that. happened because yeah. they said that it came off a set piece but the time i looked up on the screen i just saw bumo firing across and he finished it koro tapped in and it was he started at home so everything happened in such quick succession I think it was too quick for atk as well to digest what had happened and atk did not particularly have a good defensive performance because sanaj was not having a good performance alam ranjan and then left side yeah. was a weakness so yeah three goals in 6 minutes after that nothing happened so sort of underwhelming but 
what I liked is that uh, Goa did not just stop. Uh, they kept pressing for that uh, third goal. for a third goal exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you are two-one up at around the 70th minute or so, and you're bringing on Manveer Singh, it shows that you want to go for the third goal. Yeah. And mm-hmm. till the end, they brought on Bedia, etc. So it shows that they were not going for a defensive mindset. They are a kind of team that who want to keep on pushing for goals, which is good. Yeah, I think a good result for Goa. What, what went wrong for ATK though? You have your three ace strikers who just weren't able to make anything happen, and they've had quite a good season. Mm-hmm. So off day. I think from what I saw, I think they were not getting the strikers were not getting the delivery for which they could finish off the chances. They were not seeing much. In from the beginning itself, they were not seeing much of the ball. So when you're not going to have much of the ball, even naturally you are not can't really create much. Can't really you. create much. And apart from that, I think Edu Garcia in particular didn't quite have a good match. Uh, Michael Susairaj, instead of being a being in a position where he can display his attacking prowess, he was being made to track back a lot because Jackie Chan was uh, trying to test him and Salam Ranjan on the right side. Mm-hmm. So Michael Susairaj also had to put in a lot of defensive duties. And then he also was injured. And for Jobby Justin coming in, Jobby Justin is not a like for like substitution for yeah. Michael Susairaj as well. Jobby is more like a number nine. He is like a forward. And uh, Susairaj, even though he can play as an attacker in this system, he is playing as a wing back. So I think here and there things were not quite good. And Sehnaj was not quite disciplined. He gave away the ball a few on a few occasions, and against an attack-minded side like Goa, you can't really afford. That's true. So, yeah, not quite the performance that ATK would have wanted, and now they this was their second loss of the season. Also, I think uh, with the win, Goa has gone on top, top and yeah. they have replaced who? ATK. <laughs> It's quite funny, which is exactly why I thought this match would be interesting to see. I would have really liked to see more goals, to be very, very honest. Yeah, considering yeah, yeah because yeah. this entire build-up to the match was battle of the league's best uh, attacking forces. Yeah. And before the match started, the broadcasting team of Star Sports they labeled it as the Classico of Indian Super League. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, no. I mean, I agree. Two, two of the most entertaining sides. ATK has been great, and Goa has had this. Uh, what do you say? Uh, They've had reputation of being a very attack-minded side, very entertaining. Quite literally, also, no? They're very rough. They're very rough. I yeah. like this all-or-nothing attitude of yeah. theirs, which is good. Can't really say that it's a classical. And yeah. <laughs> maybe they ended up jinxing it because the first half was good. No doubt, it the level of football was good. The number of passes that Goa were putting together were good. But then no goals, and if you're branding the game as this is going to be like a goal fest, and even Sergio Roberto before the match in the build-up, he said that he would expect the scoreline to be five-four. Sure. So that's nine goals in the number of. We goals got the goal difference right, I suppose. But, <laughs> but yeah. one third of the goals. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, fine. I mean, Goa will be happy with the result. Definitely, it's a, a win at home, and they're at the top of the table. But it will the lead at the top will might not be for a long time. So one point lead, isn't it? Fifteen, fourteen. Yeah, and also. Uh, both of them, both the teams have played eight matches each. Whereas now Bengaluru will take on Mumbai, and Bengaluru has played seven. Mm. Bengaluru. They look put, in good touch as well. Yeah, so Beng, if the Bengaluru wins, which is quite likely because Mumbai is not doing well, Bengaluru will regain their lead. That's if like Mumbai doesn't trip every Bengaluru FC fan and say every Bengaluru FC <laughs> player like last time. That will also be fun to watch because apparently Mumbai is also looking to Goa for its brute force strategy. Let's, Let's see. see how that works. Is that the next game? 
So yeah. the next match is between Bengaluru FC and Mumbai City FC, which is in Bengaluru, because now the under 17 Indian women's team is playing at the home ground of Mumbai City. So the tournament's going on in Mumbai, which is why Mumbai is not. The tournament is going on in Mumbai because Mumbai City does not have its home matches for some time. So also this is a plug. Uh, the Indian under 17 women's team is playing a tri-nation tournament in Mumbai, which is taking place. Also, don't say plug. Just say it like that. Why are we plugging? We don't need to plug. People should know. Okay. Yeah. Say. Also, on that note. Also, on that note, uh, the Indian under 17 women's national team is playing a tri-nation tournament in Mumbai, which is at the Mumbai Football Arena. That, as you know, is the home ground of Mumbai City FC, the ISL team. So the two other countries apart from India are Thailand. and sweden uh why is this important first thing because uh the team is now finally playing under its new coach who is thomas danabi thomas danabi has a good cv for if you don't know about him spoken like an hr person good cv <laughs> that's that's how i mean you don't have enough time so that's how we'll put it <laughs> yeah so uh, tom thomas danabi was with nigeria the nigerian women's team and he led them to a third place finish in 2011 women's world cup Uh, also interesting thing he is from sweden and sweden are also in this tournament which is maybe makes for an interesting fact uh, apart from that uh, why this is important is because there is less than a year left for the under 17 women's world cup which will be held in india next year in november so all of this is like a build up to the main event so that the girls are now preparing and from what i saw in the last game even though the result was 3-0 the girls played well You do play well, so if you are hearing this, India's next match is on Tuesday. It is against Thailand. So do watch it on Facebook or follow it on our website. So that is seventeenth of December, right? Yes. And 17th. what what time of the day do they play? So it's at six o'clock. It will be in Mumbai. If you are a person who's listening from Mumbai, go to the stadium. Exactly. Go watch. Go the to game. the stadium. Make some noise. Show the same support that you show show for men's football and show the same support that. You show for club club football. Yeah, actually, go and go in large numbers for the national team, for a junior team, and for the women's team because these are the girls who will play in the World Cup next year, and this is going to be the second World Cup that India is hosting. The first one was the Under 17 Men's World Cup that happened in 2017. Lovely. That's so that's like a little roundup of everything football over the next couple of days. So that's all we have time for in this episode of the full time show. If you aren't following us yet, wherever it is that you're listening to this episode on, go and click that subscribe button so you do not miss a single episode of the show. Also, while you're at it, do rate the podcast so we sort of know what we need to work on and that we can do better with every coming episode. So until our next game, which is Bengaluru versus Mumbai in Bengaluru. Mm-hmm. and the review of that game it's goodbye and good night from mansi and me lavanya bye bye